What's going on, everyone? Macho Man Maddie Savage back once again. It's time for another Raw recap. We are recapping the July 26th edition of Monday Night Raw, the now second Raw with fans. And I'll just leave this disclaimer. It definitely was not even close to as good as last week's Raw. There was no John Cena tonight. There was no Goldberg. And yeah, a lot, a lot unraveled. A lot started to get built towards SummerSlam. But overall, in my opinion, uh, a definite disappointment following up last week's Raw. Uh, so let's jump right in, guys. Three hours, fifteen minutes of your time. It's really that simple. Uh, show kicks off, of course. If you missed the end of Raw last week, Nikki Ash cashed in the Money in the Bank on Charlotte Flair, becoming your new Raw Women's Champion. So she kicks off the show, and. There were the rumors uh, online that the, she was booed at the house shows uh, over the weekend. Um, and uh, this was kind of the opposite here. Uh, the crowd gave her some you deserve it chance, which she definitely deserves this, this opportunity. Um, although I do think that this gimmick is absolutely ridiculous. Um, nevertheless, it's, it's obviously more geared towards the kids uh, as opposed to uh, adults here. And you, you got to respect that from WWE's perspective because this is a, a rated PG show now. Um, we're past the, the days of the Attitude Era. Um, granted, we did have the likes of uh, Molly, Molly Holly and uh, the Hurricane and all that. Uh, but this is, a, this is a different type of character. And uh, Nikki Cross, Nikki Ash, Nikki Asshole, whatever you want to call her. Um, you know, she gets on the mic to talk about her, uh, her new character, what it means to her. Um, this opportunity that she is taking and, you know, she, she tries to look at the best of everything. And even if she loses, she at least had the opportunity and yeah. So this leads to Charlotte Flair to come out, uh, basically ranting that, um, she would have never won if, uh, Rhea Ripley didn't, uh, basically take her out before that, which I mean, she's right. Um, and then out comes Rhea Ripley and never fear. Because out comes Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville to make it official for this uh, upcoming pay-per-view SummerSlam. There will be a triple threat match. It's Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Nikki Ash for the Raw Women's Championship. But before that, we get our main event of Monday Night Raw. Charlotte Flair versus Nikki Ash in a Champions Contenders match. And guys, they really pushed the hell out of this on last week's episode of Raw. And... It's basically a non-title match. I thought it was being presented as, you know, if you win this champion's contenders match, then you're the contender for the championship. Um, but this particular match announced between Nikki Ash and Charlotte Flair, it doesn't matter if Charlotte was going to win or not. She's already got the opportunity at SummerSlam. Um, so, yeah, don't really know still where they're going with that. I mean, just call it a non-title match at this point. Um, let's jump into our next match which was a champions contenders match damian priest versus sheamus they've been kind of hyping this up over the past couple weeks um and it's finally coming to coming to light here damian priest is going to be your next contender he defeats sheamus in a great back and forth match again sheamus the hard-hitting fella he is crushing it even with a broken nose man uh damian priest getting thrust into a good spot um I think he's definitely deserving of it. He's kind of been on the back burner since uh, his partnership with Bad Bunny at Wrestle uh, through WrestleMania. Um, I know there was a little bit of an injury involved there, but nice to see him back into the thick of things. Uh, I'm excited to see where this uh, leads to going forward. 
Next up, we get the Raw Tag Team titles being defended. AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders once again. Um, again, they need to build some uh, some other tag teams, and we're going to get into that in, in a little bit. Um, but it's been the Viking Raiders are bust, and they keep on busting and losing because AJ Styles and Omos retain once again. Uh, let's move on. We'll get we'll get back into the tag title picture. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Veer, of course. Last week's Raw, he beat the hell out of Shanky with a chair 20 times. So many times that Shanky was not on this episode of Raw. Uh, Jinder Mahal brought out an attorney and told Drew McIntyre they needed to apologize. Drew got, he's not going to apologize. He got the crowd to start chanting, Drew's going to kill you. And that's pretty much what he did to Veer. Uh, unfortunately for him, uh, Jinder slid in a chair. Veer grabbed the chair and got Claymore right in the face with it. And the ref called for the bell, um, declaring Drew McIntyre your winner via disqualification. Now let's backtrack real quick. Typically, when you use a chair, you're the one that gets disqualified. And that's kind of what happened with this situation. Drew McIntyre is the one that capitalized on the chair. and But, hey. WWE changes these rules on the fly. They're probably gonna they're gonna play it off as if you know Veer's the one that brought the chair into the ring, even though he didn't use it. But hey, I don't know. This is this is why we keep watching every week and getting surprised by the things that keep changing, <laughs> including the Champions Contenders match that they're pushing like hell over the past couple weeks. Next up, we get Eva Marie and Dewdrop versus Natalia and Tamina, another Champions Contenders match. They should just call this Raw Champions Contenders match going forward because that's that's what they seem to keep pushing now. Um, and I don't know, you know, is, is it a way that they're trying to encourage the fans that the champions are going to be defend not defending, but being a part of each of these shows? I'm not really sure where they're heading with this. Um, nevertheless, the this match here, this is where Alex, Alexa Bliss gets involved. If you guys remember Evolution, all those uh, vignettes that played before she re-debuted on Raw. Now we've got Lily Lucian. So that pops up onto the Titan Tron mid-match, which distracts Eva Marie into getting... <laughs> she walks right into a, uh, a super kick from Tamina for the 1-2-3. The, the, the champions win the match. They win the champions contenders match. So I guess Eva Marie and Dewdrop are not contending for those titles. I, I don't know. Um... But unfortunate event here. Natalia did look like she injured herself. She was carried to the back. Um, no news yet on what's happened from there. But even though she can be a pain in the ass to you know listen to on the mic, I wish her nothing but the best on the injury. Moving on now, we get Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. Guys, boy. Karrion Cross loses his Raw debut last week to Jeff Hardy. Uh, Jeff Hardy unfortunately gets COVID, so he's out for the next couple weeks. So let's uh, let's 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 thrust Keith Lee into this position. And what I thought this was going to be was a continuation or a uh, a transition from Jeff Hardy into Keith Lee, but um, it, w which would have saw Keith Lee get the win. Instead, Karrion Cross prevails in a uh, a decent back and forth match. You know, it wasn't anything like their uh, their match in NXT. Uh, but again, that's that's the different types of wrestling styles between NXT and the the main show Monday Night Raw. Um, so Karrion Cross gets the win. Uh, Keith Lee does end up tapping out at the end of the day. Um, 
there was a little backstage Raw exclusive interview with Karrion Cross, and he did acknowledge Jeff Hardy, and he did acknowledge that it isn't over. So once Jeff Hardy is cleared to return, it would not surprise me to see that continue with Karrion Cross. Um, so good to see the NXT champion rebound from last week's loss. Unfortunate for Keith Lee, who just came back last week on Raw to take a loss to Bobby Lashley and now take a loss to Karrion Cross. So he's got some rebuilding to do for sure. So I was talking about the tag team division, and let, let's continue that now. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali tag, tag up for the first time, and supposedly the only time, according to Ali last week. Uh, they take on Mason T-Bar. And, of course, this is a little bit of a reunion of the Retribution stable uh, that Ali was once leading before he was kicked out of that. Um, but, man, Mason T-Bar, the Ascension, whatever the hell you want to call these bums, the, the Titan Towers, I mean, it just doesn't look like it's ever going to happen for them. They're these giants that just can't win. And, uh, again, this was uh, the highlight to continue the partnership, the new tag team of Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Um, this obviously is only the beginning. They are going to continue as a tag team. It's clear as day. Um, but they do pick up the win uh, via roll-up. Mansoor gets the win on, uh, on Mace. And, yeah, wouldn't surprise me to see these guys get back into uh, get into that title picture. Um, over time to try to build some new contenders, but either way, we'll see. Now we get into Bobby Lashley, the almighty WWE champion. He comes out to uh, not really, but kind of give an answer on the, the Goldberg challenge. He refuses to dignify Goldberg's challenge with a response. Um, so cue up Cedric Alexander to come out. And talk about the hurt business and all that bullshit again. And then out comes Shelton Benjamin. So we get a little bit of a reunion of the hurt business. And it, it really just transitions into both of them wanting to wanting to challenge Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley accepts. So we get a triple threat match between all of the former hurt business stalemates. And here we are, Bobby Lashley, once again, just destroying everything in his path. Um a decent showing, uh, honestly, from Cedric and Shelton Benjamin for what it was worth. Um, but this was all about continuing the domination of Bobby Lashley. He puts them both down. It, it's a double pin. Bobby Lashley looking strong once again. Still hasn't officially uh, answered Goldberg's challenge. Goldberg is supposedly advertised for next week's Raw. He wasn't on this one. Um, so I'd expect that to finally become finalized on next week's episode of Raw. Next up, we get Riddle versus John Morrison. So uh, this, again, this is basically Riddle being put into the position of Ricochet, who was in it up and up through Money in the Bank. Uh, they put on great matches, and this was exactly the same with Riddle in the position of Ricochet. Um, a great back-and-forth match. Um, but AJ Styles and Omos got themselves uh, into the match. They, they distracted Riddle. They almost grabbed Riddle's scooter and broke it over his knee. It caused a distraction. John Morrison uh, gets the win. The Starship Pain, one, two, three. And, man, kudos to John fucking Morrison, man. He has been grinding on a weekly basis. America's moist wanted. He's comedic relief. He's got it in the ring. And, you know, my opinion on him has totally changed since he's kind of returned to WWE. 
Um, I thought he was just a bum, to be honest. But he has really taken this and run with it when he's had the opportunity. Now with Miz obviously out of action, it's been having to be John Morrison in the spotlight, and he has taken advantage of every opportunity. So to to, to wrap this up, AJ Styles and Omos get into the ring and give Riddle a little bit of a beatdown. Um, you know, we, we thought this would have been the return of Randy Orton, um, but that did not happen. Uh, Riddle just took an ass whooping and that's it. So where are we going from here? Is uh, Randy Orton coming back on next week's episode of Raw? Uh, are we building towards that tag team title match for SummerSlam? Uh, questions like that I would assume would be answered on next week's Raw. Um, but I digress. Definitely looking forward to that if that's where they're heading. Though. Next up, Reginald, your new 24-7 champion versus R-Truth. Um, <laughs> yeah. R-Truth had a – he was mic'd up for this match. Um, that's how much of a – you know, that's how much of a joke this 24-7 championship is. But you love to see R-Truth with a mic in his hand or a mic at his ear and just being able to entertain the crowd, and that's what he did. Um, Reginald just, he flew into the ring. I mean, he clearly jumped onto a trampoline to get in there, but, um, he's very impressive with his backflips and front flips and all that shit. Um, he ends up getting the win on our truth. Um, and then out come the goons and Reginald, uh, jumps over all of them who were in the ring to the outside and he got <laughs> Reginald retained the 24 seven championship. And that's really all i got to say about that. Now we get our main event. Non-title matchup, a champion's contenders match once again. Nikki Ash, A-S-H, asshole, whatever, versus Charlotte Flair. And um, what do I have to say about this other than Charlotte Flair gets the win? Um, that, that's really it. Charlotte Flair gets the win in your main event. Um, after the match, uh Charlotte Flair grabs the mic and starts talking her shit like she's been doing. Uh, Nikki Ash grabs the mic and challenges her to a rematch on next week's episode of Raw. Yeah, because she is taking advantage of all these opportunities. And yeah, yikes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's been made official. Next week's Raw will have Charlotte Flair versus Nikki A.S.H. once again. Um Definitely a damper on uh, Nikki Ash's uh, Raw Women's title win last week um, because she just followed it up with losing the very following week in an actual one-on-one match with Charlotte Flair. So, yeah, I don't really know where they're going from here. Um, But I guess this is why we watch. This is why they tell these stories, whether we like them or not. Um, We're still tuning in, and I'm still here to give you three hours and 15 minutes. my, my grade for this episode of Raw, last week I gave it a B-, minus, if I'm not mistaken. This week I'm going all the way back to a D. Um, this was average at best, if not below average. Um, again, you didn't have the star power that you brought on last week's Raw. No John Cena, no Goldberg. Um, still no sign of Kofi Kingston in the New Day since he, he was squashed by uh, Bobby Lashley at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Um, still no Randy Orton back. Um, so again, for, for what it was worth, it, it did have some ups, but definitely a lot of downs. I, I think I'm honestly basing this grade off of this, uh, 
raw women's title picture at the moment because I'm just not impressed with what I'm seeing from Nikki A.S.H.'s perspective as the champion. But again, this is why we watch. This is why I'm here. I break it down three hours and 15 minutes. And on that note, I'm tuning out for tonight, for today. And I will uh, hopefully be back next week with a better letter grade for Monday Night Raw. Thank you all for tuning in, as always. Peace.